0: Hello and welcome back to the Talk Bible to Me podcast. We have a special extra host today. Um, But before we introduce her, my name's Megan. I'm Emily. And this is Bacall. Lauren Bacall. She's my baby girl. My little (laughs) mini golden doodle. And I just love her. And she wanted to join us. So she's going to Hang out with us. Say hi, sissy. Hi. <laughs> she, she's, she
1: talks. Aw. Oh. She's, like a- Aww.
0: <laughs> she she's so
1: cute. If you don't have the video for this podcast, you need to turn it on because she is the most adorable thing. Oh. She's smiling. She's smiling for the camera right now.
0: She smiles. <laughs> my, all my dogs smile. I swear. People are like, dogs don't smile. And I'm like, I have they physical do. proof that they do. <laughs> Watch, do you see her? Like, watch her with my hand, watch. She's like, mom, pet me.
1: <laughs> Spoiled.
0: Uh, she's out of control. But look at that smile. <laughs> Say hi, everyone. Don't do the mom. best. All right. Um. All right, tell me if you could live in outer space or underwater, <laughs> which would you choose?
1: Underwater for sure.
0: Why?
1: Space freaks – well, I guess the ocean kind of freaks me out too. But space is too – like there's – I don't know. like it's so unknown. Yeah, but I guess so is the ocean because at yeah, certain points, is. they've never explored them before. But I don't know. I always loved mermaids growing up. The idea of being able to just infinitely swim underwater sounds so fun to me. I'd totally do I- it.
0: I think I'd be freaked out a little bit by both. I think I'm a control freak. <laughs> and there is no control. No. In space or water.
1: <laughs> no. None at all. So, yeah.
0: But There's
1: if I no. knew I was safe, because space really only freaks me out because of the idea of, like, floating into nothingness forever and ever. And then getting, like, your face sucked out of your helmet. Oh, my <laughs> gosh, within. Emily. You're so cryptic. It just sounds freaky. Every like, space she's me. In. You
0: scared her.
1: <laughs> These nightmares of space. She's
0: like, I'm not scared. Hi. But I guess
1: there's no like scary giant unknown animals in space. You know, it's just it's just you
0: that you know of.
1: That you know of. That's true. I, <laughs> I
0: watch I watch the X Files. Okay. um okay so yeah i don't know what i would choose i don't know what i would choose i can't i can't choose wherever god put me
1: (laughs) there you go there's the bible answer
0: (laughs) what's your favorite holiday
1: christmas Okay. I know. Mine
0: too. It's a nostalgic I love Christmas.
1: The music, I just love Christmas music. Regardless of if it's Christian or not, I really just love it all. It's cozy. It's there's it's just a whole feeling.
0: What's your favorite like outside of like Jesus, you know what I mean? Like obviously Jesus. That's gonna be our answer. That's our favorite part about Christmas, right? But what's your favorite, like, Christmassy thing that you do outside of church or, like, your faith, all that?
1: I, it's simple. I just love – we have a wood-burning fireplace. I We go out and we chop down a tree. That's a new thing since we moved to North Carolina two years ago because we're in the mountains. Close to the mountains, not in the mountains, but – Going out and chopping down our own Christmas tree and bringing it home, putting up simple lights. I don't do like a whole bunch of crazy stuff to my tree. I just like to keep it simple. And then having, you know, hot chocolate or coffee and just sitting by the fire with Christmas music playing like soft, like the jazzy stuff, you know, Frank Sinatra, all of that. So good. It's so peaceful, like being able to just sit and read a book. Yep. Yep. The lights. I love the lighting of Christmas time because it's so dark at Christmas time. You know, the sun goes down so early, so it's cozy, blankets. What about you,
0: Krampus? I'm <laughs> just kidding. <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> just, kidding. <laughs> it just got. Me. <laughs> um the hallmark christmas movies.
1: oh yes oh how That's i that i love hallmark christmas movies.
0: familiar actually in july i was flying um i don't remember where because i was flying a lot for work but uh they had christmas in july so i got to watch brand new christmas movies that came out for hallmark and lifetime oh. and there's some good ones
1: i, lo- That's oh, all I love them I love them so much. I watched them with my grandma because yeah. she loved them too. And so that's like, oh, they're so timeless and sweet and yes. cheesy. So cheesy. And I've even gotten my husband to watch them with me. I mean, he will not – like, it's not his favorite thing. But if I have one He doesn't on, enjoy
0: it, but he'll do yeah.
1: it. But he'll sit down and watch it. And then he I think he does enjoy it a little bit because he stays. It's not like he gets up or yeah. like, does something else.
0: So I am – I love Hallmark movies. Um because I like predictability because Whoa. I already mentioned I like control. <laughs> and so, and so um, especially when I'm stressed out or like mm-hmm. there's a lot going on, I like – I watch movies that I already know or like have a, a storyline. It's just what I do. It's It's a comfort. It's my safety blanket. Yep. And um, I talked to my husband. It was movie night and it was my turn to pick out a movie. And I picked out – how stacy got her wings or how sarah got her wings that's what it was how sarah got her wings and my husband was like megan the movie title tells you the plot and the climax and it it tells you everything and i said what do you mean and he said we already know she got her wings (laughs) and i was like i don't care it's what i want to watch this is my movie So I turn it on and about 20 minutes into the movie, I fall asleep because I'm also someone, if I'm tired, I don't care how interesting the conversation is or the movie. If I'm tired, I'm out. It's not a spiritual gift. I'll say that. I can sleep anywhere, anytime. (laughs) This girl knows it. (laughs) Okay. And so I fall asleep about 20 minutes into the movie and I wake up and my husband's still watching it. (laughs)
1: <laughs> he was and loving proceeded it
0: needed to preach about it from the pulpit to this day <laughs> he still brings it up and so i don't care what our husbands say about those movies like the fact he is still talking about how sarah got her wings from the pulpit and he's like <laughs> making fun of it but i'm like the only thing here that's being mocked good sir is the fact that you watched it after I fell asleep and you still reference it. So it was obviously a great movie.
1: So how did Sarah get her wings? I have to know. I don't
0: know. I fell asleep. <laughs>
1: <laughs> You'll have to ask my Matt.
0: <laughs> He'll be able to tell you the whole story.
1: Oh, Yeah. Fun fact for you all. We're both married to different, but to each married to a Matt. Mm-hmm. If you didn't know that little
0: trivia. Yeah, I'm- Mats are the cutest, so. They
1: are. They absolutely <laughs> are. The sweetest ones.
0: Speaking of cute mats, let's <laughs> dive into Hosea <Isaiah> chapter 12. <laughs> I lost it last week, the week before. I had some good segues, and this
1: one was rough. <laughs> just, there's not even a mention of a mat in here, but, you know. We'll, we'll Speaking go of
0: it. how to earn your wings.
1: <laughs> still doesn't still- work. Sorry, no, guys. Nope. It's a good
0: try. But I'll tell you how you guys can earn your wings by helping donate to the Bold Movement through our Patreon. You can check it out at patreon.com. That's P-A-T-R-E-O-N, patreon.com forward slash the Bull Movement. This is how we sustain our ministry, this and our store. And every donation that you give um, benefits us helping other women know the word of God. So what do they get if they join our Patreon, Emily? I'm glad you asked. She <laughs> asked with her eyes. I saw it. I did. I did. You get so much stuff. You get behind the scenes um, information. You get early access to all of our podcasts and articles. You get free uh, downloads of our Bible studies. Um Actually, if you're a $50 a month member, you actually get a seat in the Academy. Um, So there's tons of opportunities for you guys. If you go check that out, you can look at each tier. T-I-E-R. Not crying tears. They're happy tears. Um, (laughs) Happy little tears. It's a little Bob Ross for you. And they range from $5 a month to $50 a month. It would mean so much to us. We would love it. It would be amazing. And that's how you friends can earn your wings. (laughs)
1: especially if your name is sarah
0: if your name is sarah and you join our patreon we will invite you to come and intro a podcast with us so that you can so that you can tell our audience how you received your wings
1: (laughs) (laughs) i was gonna say unless she's an introvert then that's a nightmare and if you're an
0: introvert and you donate we won't ask you to do anything.
1: <laughs> we'll mention you. We'll mention you.
0: Or we won't. I mean, if you don't want us to, that's fine. No pressure. You can sit in your cozy blanket with your fire watching your movies. If you're an extrovert and you need people. We got you. Listen, we'll meet you where you are. I ask people to get out of their comfort zones, but not on the first meeting. Well. Except.
1: You do. Actually,
0: I do, but (laughs) I have learned healthy boundaries for you guys.
1: (laughs) Listen, her healthy healthy boundaries are what got me into the bold movement in the first place, so I will take it. I will take it. And now,
0: guys, everyone should make sure that you're checking out. She is a freelance writer for, like, everybody. Renew.org christian standard the bold movement just saying
1: find yourself a friend like megan who pumps you up
0: (laughs) and that is how i got my wings (laughs) (laughs) full circle all right let's dive into hosea chapter Chapter 12. 12 um yeah so i have another one of those uh chart things that looks really cool on paper and now that I'm like, how do I talk about this? I, because there's like arrows and stuff. So what do I say, like, mm-hmm. verse one, arrow down. Like, it's just not going to work. So I guess to see my first note, you guys are going to have to join our Patreon to see our behind the scenes. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> that really wasn't planned, but you know, it is what it is.
1: More incentive. Mm-hmm. Go for it.
0: Okay. Chapter 12, verse. No. We start with chapter 11, verse 12. Yes, I was is. like, why do I have a 12 and then a yes. 1? I'm very confused. That's why. Yes. <laughs> because I was not paying attention. Chapter 11, verse 12 is where it starts. And then it goes into 12.1. And I do it through verse 2. Is that good with you?
1: Yep. Sorry. I just yawned. <laughs>
0: I'll forgive you. I'm used to being boring. Listen, before we get started, one more thing. We had a staff meeting for Bold Movement, and everyone was all into it, except for (laughs) Emily. And if you're watching the video, this was her face the whole time. (laughs) And I kept, like, trying to help, because sometimes it's like, okay, if someone says my name, I'll, like, jolt awake, and then I'm okay. And I'll say, right, Emily? And she was like. (laughs) And she kept yawning. And I was like, she hates it. She hates everything <laughs> I just laid out. And then she sent me a text. I was tired, but I'm so excited. And I was like, words of affirmation. I'm good to go.
1: If you want me at my best and brightest, it's like 6:37 in the morning. I am not a night person. And at night, when I hit that point, the y- I can't stop yawning. Even though, like, I'm awake right now. I'm not, like, sleepy. <laughs> but That's I contagious. Y- And then I can't stop. So... If you see me yawn a few times, it's not because I'm bored. It's because I'm genuinely just can't stop yawning. So there it is. Well, we're going to
0: get through this podcast and then Emily will get to sleep. So chapter 11, verse 12. (laughs) Israel surrounds me with lies and deceit, but Judah still obeys God and is faithful to the Holy One. The people of Israel feed on the wind. They chased after the east wind all day long. They pile up lies and violence. They're making an alliance with Assyria while sending olive oil to buy support from Egypt. Now the Lord is bringing charge against Judah. He is about to punish Jacob for all the deceitful ways and pay him back for all he has done. Well, you got him.
1: Yep. So um, starting with chapter 11, verse 12, that's confusing to say because we're going into chapter 12, but... Yeah. 11 verse 12. Uh, this is just going back to Israel's unfaithfulness that they were lying. They were trying to deceive. If you listen a few episodes before, we kind of talked about their deceitful hearts and how they <laughs> caught you yawning. I know. <laughs> <you're Okay. right. laughs> it's because you're boring. Just <laughs> <laughs> I just can't hear it anymore. <laughs> <sighs> they, uh, yeah. Anyway. So then going into chapter 12, um, it's uh Talking about they feed on the wind and that reference just means that their efforts, all the things that they were doing to try to, you know, sacrifice and try to gain whatever, it had no purpose. All of the trades they did with Assyria and Egypt were leading to nowhere except for their destruction. So they were putting in all these efforts, trying to be self-sufficient, trying to, um, I don't know, whatever they were trying to do, thinking that they could build their own gods and build their own lives without God, the one true God. Um, it had no purpose and meaning behind it, which we can understand that too. I feel like we, even in our own American culture, we get busy and we do all of these things and we try to chase after our own efforts and we're chasing after the wind. We're chasing after things that just ultimately don't last if it's not, um, first rooted in God. So.
0: Absolutely. Um, something I want to bring up is it might seem a little out of place because he's bringing up charges against Judah. And um, the reference to Judah, I don't know. It always seemed like Judah was the good guy. Israel was the bad guy. Mm -hmm. But the rest of the chapter is going to be relating to Israel and the Israelite audience. However, God is acknowledging that Judah is getting into a similar situation as Israel. And he's calling out against Judah for that purpose.
1: Yep. Yep. Yeah, and even just that reference to um, Jacob, I had a note from my my commentary, the Expositor's Bible commentary. It said, in the way that Jacob wrestled for the birthright and then wrestled with God for his favor. So if you read about the story of Jacob, go back and you can Google where those are at. I actually didn't write it down. I should have. But um, this was how God wanted his people to be. He wanted them to wrestle for him. Instead of chasing after worthless things, they should have been chasing after his favor. So even just the reference to Jacob, I think was a way to bring up um, his attitude towards God. So yeah.
0: yeah, and then I have a quote here by G.V. Smith in his commentary. And it says, um, God intends to present... God, inspiring through Hosea. He intends to present legitimate arguments against his people that will demonstrate their guilt if they were tried in a courtroom. He wants the Israelites to understand why they are being punished. It is a direct Mm -hmm. consequence of their deceptive covenant relationship with God. What they have done will come back to haunt them. People reap what they sow.
1: Mm Mm-hmm. Yep.
0: Yep. Ah, I got three through six. Does that work for you? It does. Okay. Do you want a reader or you want me to? Uh, I can read it. Go
1: for it. It says, in the, in the womb, he took his brother by the heel, and in his manhood, he strove with God. Okay. So I think I mixed up my notes there. This is where I'm talking about this. Um, Struggling for the birthright and then wrestling with God for His favor, um, and then verse four, he strove with the angel and prevailed. He wept and sought His favor. He met God at Bethel, and there spoke. And there God spoke with us, the Lord, the God of hosts. The Lord is His memorial name. So you, by the help of your God, return, hold fast to love and justice, and wait continually with your God. Did you say go to seven, or would you say to go to?
0: I said six, but if you want to go to seven, that's fine.
1: Okay, I'll stop at six. That's the natural. Oh spin. wait. Yeah, I stopped at 6. Yeah, that works. That's where I
0: stopped. Um, okay, cool. Like you said, Hosea is um, going back into the history to talk about Jacob. And, and we did that last week, too. If you'll notice, we brought up um, Jacob and Genesis mm-hmm. and all of that. Actually, the past couple of weeks. Mm-hmm. Um, and Jacob is one of the uh, – well, I mean, Jacob's name literally – changed to Israel so he is basically the beginning of Israel the nation and um, when he's describing Jacob's birth here in <laughs> 3 mm-hmm. um, Dr- Jacob struggled with his brother and became a man uh, the name Jacob comes from <laughs> Ya'akob yeah. Yeah. Sounds like Jacob. I made that way, way not probably what it was supposed to sound like. But anyway, it means heel grasper. And then if you do a play on the words, it actually is a cop, and that is deceive. Mm Hmm. A deceiver. Mm -hmm. Um. Anyway, he does later on become a deceiver because he lies a lot. Yep. And a lot of different. Aries, his life, he lies for the birthright, like you said. Um, he lies with his wives,
1: mm-hmm. just like
0: uh, Abraham did. Um, yep. I
1: don't
0: know. He's a hot mess.
1: <laughs> he is. I had I struggled through that story too. Like just a little side note, reading through the story of Jacob, just the how it felt so unfair. All of the things that he got because of his deceitfulness and. Mm-hmm. But actually, my husband, he made such a good point when I was wrestling through that. And he was like, I mean, God does not work with things that are necessarily fair so much as what he wants to do with it and isn't take up a picture of us like we don't deserve the things that we have. We don't deserve for Jesus to die on the cross for us. And yet he did. So just that side note, that's not related to this totally, but it is because. I mean Israel really has themselves in the same place. They're striving for things that don't matter and yet God still is fighting for them.
0: Have you read the story of Jacob recently?
1: It's been a couple of weeks, but yes.
0: Oh, yeah. interesting. Were you just reading it on your own for fun?
1: Oh, oh maybe maybe for the Bold Academy.
0: What? <laughs> the Bold Movement Academy? <laughs> what why do why do they have you reading Jacob? What's going on there?
1: shameless plug here
0: shameless plug
1: <laughs> no, truly honestly if you are even thinking about joining the academy i i you know i'm a pastor's wife so i feel like i have a pretty good knowledge of scripture like our me and my husband our job is to teach our church like <laughs> things about god's word <laughs> right but what i'm what i'm learning and even just the community of the women that we're with I don't care if this is a shameless plug. I am going to go into it. It's been oh my so gosh. good. It's this been- was not planned, guys. No, it wasn't. But I just want to jump into it for a second because it has been so good and I've learned so much. And Megan is a wealth of knowledge for those of you that don't already know from listening to this podcast. So there you
0: go. You're so kind. I know. You know what's crazy, though, is like Emily is in the academy right now. And she's going to be teaching in the academy the next cohort. What? It's crazy. <laughs> I'm so excited. I love the academy. And if you have questions, um, you can email Kayla at theboldmovement.com, K A Y L A at theboldmovement.com. Um, and she'll get you hooked up. It's really that was natural. Set.
1: That was not planned at all. I promise you all. <laughs> we just love it. I love what we do.
0: That's right. I do, too. I love it. And that's why we would love to have you help support us with patreon.com <laughs> forward slash the bulk movement. <laughs> okay, back to verse. Let's go to verse seven and eight. You ready? Okay.
1: All right. Go for okay.
0: it. <laughs> but no, the people are like crafty merchants selling from dishonest scales. They love to cheat. Now, listen, I have been known to be a cheater because, because. I am slightly competitive. I have flipped tables in Monopoly, but I think everybody has flipped a table in Monopoly at some point. Yes. And I have a niece who is now eight. She'll be nine in November. And I refuse to lose to her, so I will cheat against a little kid to win. Like, that's how bad yeah, is. So, like... <laughs> But I'm not cheating people out of money. I'm cheating people out of victory. Mhm. Because I that want them to know better. there's only victory in Jesus.
1: Mhm, except for you.
0: <laughs> except for me, except for victory. Whoever said cheaters never prosper never cheated. So. <laughs> I'm totally kidding. It's not that bad. Um, okay, they'd love to cheat. Israel boasts, I am rich. Guys, that was kind of a joke. Um I've come a long way. Israel boasts, I am rich. I've made a fortune all by myself. No one has caught me cheating. My record is spotless. I identify with Israel right now. Okay? <laughs> like <laughs> I am rich. I've made a fortune by myself and no one has caught me cheating. My record is spotless. Sure it is. Uh... <laughs> What's fascinating is I was reading in D.A. Garrett's commentary, he referred to Jacob as the conniver. C-O-N-N-I-V-E-R.
1: What does that mean?
0: Well, I Googled it. It's like conniving, it's
1: a, like a conniving
0: thief, you know, like a... That's deceitful. where you get the word a con. Uh, oh. Like a con artist. Conniver. It it's like a deceitful, like... I don't know. You'll have to Google it. Conniver. Is
1: it pronounced conniver?
0: <laughs> I have a master's degree. <laughs> I don't know. Hold on. Maybe not.
1: I'm thinking like, like a conniving, like, you Hold know, on.
0: like Hold a on. Hold okay. on. Hey Siri, how do you spell conniver?
1: Okay, I found this on the. Okay, I found this on the web for how do you spell conniver. Who's asking my phone too?
0: Yeah, so conniver is actually pronounced conniver in English. Which makes so much more sense because I kept going conover. That is such a unique word. I bet that's where they got con artists. <laughs> I, did a whole, I did so much research on it. You know what? Gonna, we got to edit that out. No, we're not. Yes, we are. I boasted <laughs> in my record being spotless, and now I said conniver instead of conniver. You're like, is it the same as a conniver? And I, with so much confidence and so much boldness, said, no, <laughs> it's a conniver. <laughs> I don't read good.
1: <laughs> oh, man.
0: Well, a conniver.
1: Wow. So Megan is a conniving.
0: I'm not a oh. conniver. I just can't read. <laughs> I've, You know, what's crazy is like, I just have lived such a holy and good life <laughs> that I've never had to spell conniver.
1: I'm sure. I'm sure.
0: Conniver. How interesting. That's oh. not how I knew that was spelled.
1: There it is. I mean, yeah.
0: I Where love your patience, though. You were just like, are you sure it's not a conniver? <laughs> yeah, you
1: freaking homeschooled mom.
0: <laughs> Judging my
1: grammar. Hey, that's my probably my one strength is spelling. Math. Can't do math. Can't do I
0: also found out today I've been calling it the assayity of God.
1: It's aseity. <laughs> like deity? Like, Ase- spelled similar, a seity, a s
0: e i t y, yeah. Like, his independence, he doesn't depend a- on anything else.
1: He's like, deity is spelled d e i t y, yeah, like- yeah,
0: yeah, yeah, deity, yes. Sorry, I didn't hear you, yeah, a seity, not a seity.
1: There you go, learn something new every day. Can yeah. I ever a seity? <laughs>
0: it's a conover (laughs) i was so excited about conover too because it reminded me like the way you'd spell a dinosaur or something like i don't know like a plant eater or something (laughs) like an herbivore
1: (laughs) i was not following (laughs) that's okay i got it i got it oh man anyway where are we at where we at? I don't
0: know. You're very conniving. <laughs> <That's
1: laughs>
0: conniver? Con- Con- that is so funny. I can't believe I. Okay. Anyway, so Jacob is a conniver.
1: Yep. He is deceitful. I don't want to say
0: anything else. I'm done. <laughs>
1: I have for seven through eight. We read that. Yes, that's what we just read. Okay, seven through eight. I have Israel had prospered dishonestly. So the same way as Jacob and had become so comfortable in that dishonesty that they didn't even see their own sin anymore. And so um, that's why they're willing to say, I am rich. I found myself, wealth for myself. They can't find in me the iniquity or sin. I mean, they knew, they knew, they knew that they were living in sin but they were so comfortable in it that they didn't even care about lying about it so and then verse nine we didn't read verse nine did we nope okay um i don't know if i mentioned i have the esv i can read
0: it real fast sure D- can you do nine and ten yeah it can great
1: I am the Lord, your God from the land of Egypt. I will make you dwell in tents as in the days of the appointed feast. I spoke to the prophets. It was I who multiplied visions and through the prophets gave parables. Hmm. And I have a note from the Exposter's Bible commentary. I know I mentioned that one a lot. It really That one's my favorite one. I just love it. But it says, while the people were thinking themselves self-sufficient, God counters this thinking by reminding them that he had been the Lord their God from the land of Egypt. But now, because of their sin, he would drive them out of their wealthy circumstances and make them live in tents again. So these who were boasting about how much they had, how much wealth they had, and how they got there because of their own doing— now they're having to go back into the wilderness without everything, all these wonderful things that they'd worked so hard for.
0: Yeah. So, um, G.V. Smith says, Hosea now analyzes the contemporary economic situation where deceit rules instead of justice. <laughs> it's deceit. I was trying to. <laughs> I knew. I was like, please.
1: Where <laughs> deceit <laughs> rules <laughs>
0: instead of justice. The Israelite merchants are acting like their Canaanite neighbors by using dishonest scales in their business dealings. By rigging two sets of weights for the scale, they can use one that is too heavy or too light. The merchant defrauds people. It's not funny. I don't know why I laughed. <laughs> the merchant defrauds people. <laughs> oh, no. defrauds people by requiring that they put 110% of a shekel to balance his heavy weight. Or when the merchant sells, he weighs his product using a lightweight so that he gives his customer only 90% of what they deserve. Which is sketch.
1: Mm-hmm. I don't know why I
0: laughed at that, because that's really sketchy. <laughs> I was laughing. That. I was laughing because... I kept saying "Cadaver," And she said, are you sure it's not Cadaver?" And I was so confident because I had done so much research on that word. I never thought to look at how it's pronounced.
1: I'm sorry to steal your confidence.
0: No. I, I, that did not, I have enough confidence. Trust me, we're fine. But I just thought that me. So verse 12 like or first of chapter 12 like in chapter 11 I just stepped on my
1: dog's foot too <laughs> hold on
0: I'm, I'm sorry sissy chapter We're 12 disclaimer
1: like, to listen to this episode at midnight so that you're also as as loopy and slap happy <laughs>
0: that's right like chapter 11 chapter 12 um at the end verses 12 and 13 really do need to go with chapter 13 so i'd like for us to end on verse 11 are you okay with that yeah for sure okay um i will read verse 11 and then you can take us out verse 11 but the (laughs) But the people of Gilead are worthless because of their idol worship. And in Gilgal, too, they sacrifice bulls. Their altars are lined up like the heaps of stones along the edges of a plowed plowed field.
1: (laughs) A flowered field.
0: (laughs) A flowered field.
1: (laughs) Oh, man. Um, So I have just a quick little note. They were sacrificing in the wrong place. It was not where God had commanded them to sacrifice. And that's just a simple thing. But out of, out of the many things that they'd done wrong, that's one, just a little note. But I think it's to show that even in the small things, something as simple as where they were supposed to sacrifice, even in the small things, they were disobedient. Um, so God, God wants obedience in every area, not just the big things, the things that we would deem big, um, but even in, in something as simple as where you worship, how you worship, why you worship, like, he wants obedience in that.
0: Yeah, no, it's a really good point. I want to point out um, the people of Gilead are worthless because of their idol worship. Mm-hmm. I just think that's like, you're, you're nothing, you're worth nothing, I can't use you
1: because
0: Hmm. of your idol worship and I just thought that was such strong language but it was just one of those things that really stuck out to me
1: Mm -hmm. yeah yeah what else
0: you got anything that's it awesome guys we are so thankful that you joined us and that you have tuned in again to the bold movement um it's not the bold (laughs) movement podcast anymore it's the (laughs) tuck bible to me podcast that the bold movement puts on we are so appreciative of you guys, and we would love it if you conniverse would help some girls out. Totally kidding. But if you would check out our Patreon at patreon, P-A-T-R-E-O-N.com forward slash The Bold Movement. Like I said, we have plans ranging from $5 a month to $50 a month, and we would love for you to partner with us in that way. Until next time.
1: Go out and be bold.